Hi, I am Joe McDonald, and in today's podcast, we are going to read a letter from someone who has walked the path of the position of neutrality movement and is now living in a new manner of living and a newfound freedom. Brian Reinhardt is one of the founders of the movement and is excited to share this letter with us. The all-new interactive step experience from Position of Neutrality sponsors today's segment. There's an interactive step experience where I, Joe McDonald, can guide you through the step process. I have been serving in this manner of living for over 20 years and have worked with hundreds of people, helping them to find new freedom. In this step experience, you can hear from other men and women who have experience with the program, work the steps together via video calls, communicate on message boards, share your content in the feed and experience content from others like you. You can now get expert step-by-step guidance through the program of Alcoholics Anonymous. If you want to know more, visit positionofneutrality.org. Now let's read Brian's letter. We start with a little about his past. The theme of this letter is trauma, the past. Growing up, I experienced what one might consider a normal childhood for the first five years of my life. However, things took a drastic turn when my family began a never-ending cycle of moving from one place to another, leaving me without a stable home or any sense of stability. We relocated all over the United States, a pattern that continued for quite some time. The thing that stands out the most to me that, that has tormented me my entire life is a car accident that my family was in when I was 10 years old. We were on our way to Disneyland in the left front tire of our GMC Jimmy Blue causing a devastating accident that ejected my entire family onto the highway. In the aftermath, I found myself in a state of shock, surrounded by a scene of horror. I came out of shock, holding my little brother's head together. This terrible scene unfolded around me while I witnessed my sister pass from this world right before my eyes. I will never forget the light fading from her eyes as she took her last breath. While departing for the trip earlier that morning, my sister and I fought over who would sit in what seat in the vehicle, as there were limited seats, and some of us had to sit in the back. I ended the argument with some very hurtful words, telling my sister to sit wherever she wanted and that I wish you were dead anyway. I learned this type of conversation from my grandmother, who at my birthday party told me that she wished that I was never born. I do not know why this woman spoke to me this way, as I was a quiet and good kid. Hours after this conversation with my sister, the car accident happened, and the weight of guilt plagued my young mind as I believed that my argument with her had somehow caused this unthinkable tragedy. As the years went by, I never felt quite right, constantly feeling like an outsider wherever I went. It wasn't until I discovered drugs and alcohol that I felt the temporary escape from my emotional turmoil. Though I have since come to realize this is merely an illusion. For a time, I succeeded as the owner of a delivery company in the Phoenix area, but the achievement did little to soothe the turmoil within me. When my brother suffered a massive stroke, I plunged deeper into my addiction, eventually losing everyone and everything and finding myself homeless on the streets of Phoenix. Seven years of living on the edge took an immense toll on my heart, mind, and body, leaving me utterly broken. I became a mere shell of the person I once was, unable to communicate with others or even make eye contact. The isolation and loneliness I endured seemed impossible, making me question whether I could ever rejoin society, as I believed that nobody would want someone like me around. 
I wanted to die, but did not dare to make that happen. But somewhere deep within, a glimmer of hope persisted, yearning for a chance to mend my life and regain my place in the world. I began to have spiritual encounters while I was on the streets. God was coming to get his lost sheep. If you knew me, you would say he has lost his mind, as I grew up as an atheist, the present. I never had that profound aha moment that feels like a switch has been flipped. Instead, my transformation was subtle, gradual, unfolding over time. In truth, I'm still on that journey, still evolving. It is much like the appendix titled Spiritual Experience in the book Alcoholics Anonymous. My spiritual experience was of the educational variety, happening slowly over some time. A month before the new Freedom Facility was slated to open, I met Wayne and Joe while living in a sober living home. Those were the days of COVID-19, and public gatherings were limited. Out of necessity, we assembled in Joe's tiny living room to be a part of his audience while Position of Neutrality was broadcasting into various treatment centers. I can vividly recall my initial reactions, a mix of skepticism, curiosity, and discomfort. Everyone around me seemed a little unconventional, and their frequent mentions of God made me instinctively put up my guard. However, as the days turned into weeks, I noticed something different about this community. The way that Joe broke down the book for me and spoke to me about the program as though it was the big book for dummies. I needed that. He could tell I needed a lot of help as I would sit in his living room a scared little boy. This enabled me to align my experiences with the authors from 80 years ago. The walls began to lower slightly, and the spiritual principles started to make sense. This sensation, new and overwhelming, initially scared me. But as I searched for a deeper understanding and spent more time reflecting, I realized I was experiencing the presence of a power greater than myself, the very power that was often spoken about in our gatherings. With each passing day, things improved for me. The anxious cloud that hung over me began to lift. I maintained eye contact during conversations, something I'd previously avoided. I could stay in the company of others for more extended periods without feeling the urge to flee. And as I started growing emotionally and spiritually, my professional life mirrored this progression. From starting as a dishwasher, I soon found myself managing a department. The sense of purpose and usefulness is something I never thought possible. Throughout this period, I began working to get Pond Livestream to the public and on the Arizona Department of Corrections tablets. I shared it with anyone and everyone, hoping it would touch their lives just as it had mine. This passion eventually led to creating the product you're experiencing today. With a clear vision, I collaborated with an exceptional team to bring this to fruition. Today, I practice the new manner of living taught on the page of the book Alcoholics Anonymous and this curriculum. I have newfound freedom and peace. I have the privilege of sponsoring individuals and introducing them to this manner of living. I also mentor emerging professionals and help guide them toward their dreams. I look forward to the day when I can help more new professionals find their way. I find joy in aiding others to realize their potential and reach their goals. I want to inspire more professionals to give their time and energy to help restore our communities. None of this would have been possible without being introduced to this power that restores lives. Through him, I've discovered the true purpose of who I am and who I am in him. This is a powerful encounter with the power that restores. Stay tuned for more content like this. Thank you, and once again, welcome to the Position of Neutrality family.
And as always, you can find more powerful content and the interactive step experience at positionofneutrality.org.